Hello and welcome to the Feed Strategy Podcast. I'm your host, Feed Strategy Senior Reporter Ann Roos. Today I'm speaking with Scott Irwin, the Lawrence J. Norton Chair of Agricultural Marketing at the University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign. He's here to talk about his outlook for the commodity markets this year. Hi, Scott. Thanks for joining me. Glad to be here. Let's talk about the corn and soybean harvest from this season. What can you tell me about the crop conditions and yield that farmers saw? Well, it was an interesting year for sure. Um, I think that probably the best way to describe it is uh, it ended up being uh, basically an average year, but with a bit of disappointment in the Eastern Corn Belt and a bit of pleasant surprise in the Western Corn Belt about uh, where final yields ended up compared to expectations uh, in, say, uh, in August. What are your thoughts on the most recent report on world agricultural supply and demand estimates? It seemed to me like there was some disagreement between the USDA and some economists on the pricing and maybe some demand that we'll see for corn and soybeans. I think that the really intriguing part of that report was the drop in global soybean ending stocks, mainly due to uh, estimates of damage in South America to soybean production and also potentially later to corn. Um, clearly, soybean prices have reacted to the weather news from South America uh, a lot since December as they've entered their critical growing period. So I think an assessment of the final ding to soybean yields in South America is obviously a big deal. Yeah, what can you tell me about the weather conditions in South America and how much do you think that'll affect the world markets? A, an interesting mix in South America. The, let's take Brazil. The center west area of the country, which is their biggest soybean producing area has been at, at least near normal to good conditions. But there's been a pretty severe drought in the southern Brazil growing areas that have been stretched into the pampas growing regions of Argentina. And it's that balance that people are trying to get a handle on. It, it, and it clearly seems that the market has settled on some fairly significant reductions in yields overall because conditions are so bad in the droughty areas. What's your outlook for the longer term on grain costs? Will they stay high or will they start to come down at some point and stabilize? Well, what we see historically on cost, um, let's kind of divide it into different areas. Let's first consider uh, kind of three main areas, um, seed, fertilizer, and rent. Uh, and what we see is that seed costs rarely ratchet down after ratcheting up. So those costs are likely to stay high. Fertilizer tends to move more with the level of 
in particular corn prices. So if corn prices come down, we'll see some relief on fertilizer prices. Uh, cash rents, uh, probably more similar to seed than fertilizer. If grain prices start coming down, we know that they're sticky uh, coming back down. There, there will be downward pressure potentially eventually on cash rents, but that takes time and it's sticky on the way down. All that says is the picture overall is that any reductions in costs that we're gonna see will be, I think, pretty limited here in the near term. Okay, you talked about South America a little bit, but what are some of the other main global factors affecting grain supply, demand, and pricing? Well, as it has been for a number of years now, the number one factor is demand from China and trying to suss out what exactly is going to be their aggregate level of demand for importing corn and soybeans and then how are they going to source it? Uh, so that's that's the number one factor. And then the number two on the supply side is, you know, what do our export, what do exportable supplies from our biggest competitors look like? Uh, you know, for corn, that's mainly three places: uh, Brazil, Argentina, and the Ukraine. And for soybeans, it's mainly Brazil and Argentina. What are some commodity trends that animal feed producers need to keep an eye on this year? Number one, we've been talking about uh, what is going to be the final crop size in South America on both corn and soybeans. This will have a major impact on the level of corn and soybean prices until we get the next harvest in North America. So that's, that's number one. Uh, number two, uh, the production in other competing countries, mainly Ukraine. Number three, a really big one is what is Chinese buying of feed grains, corn in particular, going to look like in 2022? Major wild card. And finally, number four, the macroeconomic situation as it relates to inflation and how this impacts uh, the price of livestock and input costs in particular feed. Okay, well, thanks for all those great insights, Scott. It'll be interesting to see how the commodity markets play out this year. Absolutely. I mean, it's ever-changing. It uh, is never boring, and I'm sure 2022 won't be either. I'm sure too. Well, I'd like to thank all the listeners for tuning in. I'm Ann Roos for Feed Strategy.